sticks, long-haired weirdos, short-haired weirdos, vandals, hooligans. The government, hug the government, love the government, hug the government, love the government. Welcome to The Politics Guys, a place for bipartisan, rational, and civil debate on American politics and policy. I'm Trey Orndorff, a political scientist at Oklahoma Christian University, and I'm joined by the professor of law at Chase Law School, Ken Katkin. Ken, welcome to our midweek supporters exclusive show. It is great to be back. Well, it is great. To, I mean, this is my favorite new show right now, uh, <laughs> which is Trey and Ken <laughs> go through the Constitution, which was recommended by uh, a supporter. So if you're listening in for the first time, keep in mind, we have been doing this for the entirety of this year. And, you know, if my calculations are correct and they're rarely wrong, um, you know, we're not going to be getting done with this uh, this year because, you know, we got a lot of amendments to get to, too. Uh, so what that means is, is we've been going through the Constitution, one article, one section at a time and, and just understanding and, and chatting about it. And that's always a lot of fun. And so what we've gotten to at this point is, you know, we've covered the overview of the Constitution. We've covered Articles 1, 2, 3. And as of today, we are now halfway uh, through Article 4. We just finished last week Sections 1 and 2. And what we're going to be taking up this week is Sections 3 and 4. And then depending on time, we might even get into uh, Article 5 uh, of the Constitution. And so I, I thought, just like we always do, what we do is we read a section uh, and then we kind of analyze and talk about those sections. And, and so that's what we're going to be doing uh, right here. So let's start here with this is Article 4, Section 3. So if you're opening your hymnals, I mean your constitutions, uh, again, it's Article <laughs> 4, Section 3. There's like, there's going to be like 25% of people who get that joke in. And then other people are going to be like, what is he talking about? Right? Like, we're going to know, <laughs> um, you know, that and hold it in readiness. If you know those two phrases, sir, you know, we have, we have, we have similar backgrounds. Anyway, anyway, my inside uh, Christianity baseball uh, uh, aside, here we go. Uh, Article four, section three. New states may be admitted by the Congress into this union, but no new state shall be formed or erected within the jurisdiction of any other state, nor any state be formed by the junction of two or more states or parts of states without the consent of the legislatures of the states concerned, as well as of the Congress. The Congress shall have power to dispose of and make all needful rules regulations respecting the territory or other property belonging to the United States, and nothing in this Constitution shall be so construed as to uh, prejudice any claims of the United States or of any particular state. Now, you know, this is oftentimes called uh, the, uh, uh, the, the, the admissions clause, and it, it doesn't, you know, we had talked beforehand in the show, you know, this hasn't come up a lot, but it has come up uh, frequently, right? So, for example, uh, Massachusetts, uh, the legislature ends up consenting to the formation of Maine. Maybe one of the more controversial or interesting portions uh, of the use of Article 4, Section 3 uh, comes up during the Civil War, right? Uh, because Virginia, uh, it doesn't end up consenting to the formation of uh, uh, West Virginia, right? West Virginia ends up at the outset of the wake uh, of the breakaway, because it is the pro-union portion of that state. And as a result, you get Virginia and West Virginia. You know, it doesn't happen often, but those are the two that, I, you know, I know the most familiar with. 
Uh, but, you know, even in the main show, this deals with things that we're, we are still dealing with it in some ways, Ken, right? So, for example, you know, how are we going to deal with territories? And, and we had talked in terms of Israel and you had brought into the conversation uh, Puerto Rico, right? Uh, we still have territories in the United States. And in the case of Puerto Rico, you know, they want to become a, a state, but that hasn't nece- necessarily yet happened. So what are some other I- items that we should know uh, uh, about the admissions clause? Yeah, I mean, actually, you you already raised the two episodes I was going to talk about the most, which were uh, Maine and West Virginia. Well, see, then you so know the, I'm the, right. The West like, Virginia one. exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. The, 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 let me talk about, let me say a little more about both. But, you know, Maine, you basically said all that needs to be said that um, in, in Maine, because of the compromise of 1820, and uh, the the Missouri wanted to be admitted as a state and um, had been a territory, and there was and it was going to come in as a slave state, and there was uh, you know basically uniform opposition uh, in the free states to um, admitting another slave state because that could uh, it would change the balance of how many you know the ratio of free states to slave states, and so uh, Henry Clay of Kentucky. Um, negotiated a compromise of 1820, where he sort of pitched the idea, well, how about if we admit Missouri as a slave state, but we also admit one more free state at the same time, so that it won't um, change the the ratio. Um, and people are like, well, where are you going to find another place to admit that's a free state? We don't have any enough people in any of the free territories. And uh, um, and the idea was floated, well, why not just carve Maine out of Massachusetts? And that was actually controversial in both Maine and Massachusetts. Yeah. Um, I mean, all of that was Massachusetts then, but people who lived both in the part that was going to remain Massachusetts and people who lived in the part that was going to become Maine, um, there was opposition, you know, both because it would... Um, you know, shrink the size of Massachusetts, but even more so because a lot of abolitionists thought at the time didn't actually like the compromise. And a lot of abolitionists thought, well, it's better to just never admit um, any more slave states. That's that's the most important thing. So, um, you know, the idea we could admit um, one free state and one slave state, um, you know, maybe that's the lesser evil, but it's still an evil because we're still admitting another slave state. And so it was actually hard to get it through. It was a real nail biter. I think it I think if I remember this correctly, the 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 main politician who was the chief proponent of it in Maine and who kind of you know garnered up all the support within Maine for breaking Maine out of Massachusetts uh, and and in order to advance the compromise of 1820 I believe that guy's bro- his name was King and I believe his brother was a U.S. senator from New York who was an abolitionist and who opposed it on abolitionist grounds so oh. you had this family drama there but but in the end um, uh, the votes came in and so the people of Massachusetts voted to um, allow uh, Maine to split off, um, and the Congress voted uh, the the Compromise of 1820. So they did admit both um, Massachusetts and Maine. And that was an example of the language you just read, where um, a state was, in fact, formed out of the jurisdiction of another state. Maine was formed out of of the jurisdiction of, of Massachusetts. But that is allowed if you have the consent of both the state and the Congress. And that's that's what happened here. Now, the the situation with West Virginia was more complicated. And I think you noted um, the conventional version of that that history. Yeah. But yet the, the version that you noted, which is which is the conventional version, would have to lead you to the conclusion that um, West Virginia is unconstitutional. Right. Because I think you said Virginia never consented to it. Right. Yeah. I mean, of course, the possibility that the argument there, of course, is, is by seceding. 
you know, they yeah. were they, therefore they can't consent because they're not part of that. But of course, the counter to that, of course, is is was Lincoln's argument, which was, well, you couldn't ever really succeed. You were just in rebellion, in which case then it probably is unconstitutional. I'm curious what you have to say about that, actually. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the founding fathers of West Virginia um, point, point, papered over that problem. So there is a, there is a formal response to the, the history that you gave. Um, and this has been accepted, even though I think everybody sees it as a fig leaf. But there were people <laughs> from Wheeling. So in, in Wheeling, they were forming like the, the new West Virginia government. And uh, people from Wheeling knew that um, our, our Article 4, Section 3, Clause 1, would not allow um, West Virginia to be recognized as a state unless Virginia consented to it. Um, so the way they actually decided to deal with that was they they sent a delegation over to Richmond. Now this was during the period of time when um, uh, you know the the the, the Confederates um, were still in full secession. This was 1863, so the, the the war hadn't been won yet. And so the 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 government that considered itself the government of Virginia, meeting in Richmond, you know, considered themselves to be a, a state of the Confederate States of America. They didn't consider themselves still to be part of the United States of, of America. So people from from Wheeling snuck into Richmond and they set up a, 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 a what they called the official Virginia legislature and they convened it and they said, well, we're actually the legislature of the state of Virginia, which is still part of the um, uh, union. Uh, let, let's take a vote on whether um, our, us, the <laughs> legislature of the state of Virginia, will, will authorize um, uh, uh, a new state of West Virginia to be carved uh, out of the territory of Virginia. And they, they did that in Richmond. They didn't do that in Wheeling. And, and then they so they called themselves the, the legitimate uh, legislature of Virginia. They voted to recognize the secession of West Virginia. And then they went back to Wheeling and they voted to, to adopt that. And then the Congress voted to recognize all that. So there there was actually a vote in uh, uh, Richmond as well as in Wheeling, but it was um, really by just a self-proclaimed uh, state legislature of the state of Virginia at the time. That's, I did not know about it. I, I love that covering. I don't, I didn't know about that fig leaf. That was, that's a good way to call that. That's uh no. Now, here's another yeah. here's another you know territorial one that's interesting in terms of that. Do you know why Oklahoma has a panhandle? Uh, it must have something to do with the, its history as Indian territory, I suppose. Weirdly, no. <laughs> so oh, okay, well you got to enlighten me then. <laughs> yeah, so Indian territory actually would have made Oklahoma a square, something much more similar to what you see in Nebraska or Colorado. Well, that's it for this preview. I'm sorry to stop us there. So if you want to hear the rest of what I and Ken are talking about. When it comes to Article 4 of the Constitution, you're going to need to become a supporter of the politics, guys. And I'm sure that you're interested in, well, where does that panhandle come from? And what else has to do? There's actually a power of Congress located there in Article 4 that we're going to be talking about in a minute as well. And we'd love to have you join us not only in today's supporter exclusive show, but you can go back. You can actually follow Ken and myself along uh, we started with Article 1 all the way back. You can go back. You'll get access to all of that when you become a supporter of the politics guy. So you want to unlock all of that? Well, let me tell you how you do it. You're going to head to patreon.com slash politics guys. And there you're going to see all different kinds of levels of support. We have tons of offerings. One of them includes, well, this show. So go ahead, make yourself at least a $5 uh, member supporter of the show, you'll get access to all of our midweek shows. Here's the other really cool thing. Absolutely no ads. That's right. You don't get any ads with those. If you head to patreon.com slash politics, guys, 
you're going to be able to get this show and all of our other shows ad-free, plus these midweek supporter-exclusive shows. Now, there's other things you can take advantage of as becoming a member as well. So, for example, we've got our Discord group always on there, always having wonderful conversations. We've got all kinds of cool things. But to understand it and to get it, just head to patreon.com slash politics, guys. Now, there's other ways to support the show as well. You can support us via Venmo, where we're at politics, guys. You can also support the show through PayPal. To find all of that, you can see the support links in the show notes. Just go ahead and click on uh, read more and you'll see them all right there. Or if you'd like to pop that into a web browser, just go ahead and pop up Safari on your iPhone and head to politicsguys.com support and you can see all the different ways of supporting the show. And again, the most immediate thing you're going to get access to is the exclusive midweek supporter show. You're going to have to finish this show with myself and Ken, and I really hope that you do. If you've got any other kind of question or comment, you can always reach us at mailatpoliticguys.com. You can also reach out to us on Facebook and Twitter. You're going to see all of those links in the show notes. As always, we want a big, a big shout out of support to the executive producers of The Politics Guys. And they are Bruce Johnson, Wilma Marino, Andra Masker, Daniel Toe, Ryan Beasley, Don Oglesby, and Ivan English. We have a full episode here this weekend. Or don't forget, head to politicsguys.com and slash support and become a member and finish this show right now. I hope you will.